Welcome back to 24th Podcast. Best video gaming sports podcast on the entire internet. I am 24. Got a good one. Maybe not a good one. <clears throat> you know how, like, sometimes, you know, you're kind of going through the motions. And then it's like you kind of, like, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of, like, you know, progressing in life. You know, you're progressing at work, school, wherever. You know, you're just progressing. And you're like, this is just another day. This is just another day. This is just another day. And then, boom, you hit, like, this wall. And you're like, today's not another day. Today's one of those days where it's like, you know, I got to fucking, I got to fucking, you know, endure. You know, it's not one of the best days. It's kind of going to be one of the worst days. It's going to be one of the harder days. That's what today is for me. <clears throat> I was ranting about Pokemon yesterday because I'm a bit of a man child. <laughs> I was ranting about Pokemon. I was so excited um, because I was like, yesterday I was playing, what was it? Pokemon Dark Rising, trying to find a freaking Charmander. I couldn't to save my life. Let me take his wig. Mm. After like three hours of searching, I got to give a little bit of backstory. After like three hours of searching for a specific Charmander, <clears throat> I finally found one on the podcast yesterday. Perfect timing, by the way. Like, perfect timing. It was like 15 minutes into a 30-minute podcast. I was like, I was like, that's kind of BS. It makes me look ridiculous. But still, it was like it happened after three hours of me playing in-game yesterday. And then I tried to capture it. It failed multiple times. It, it didn't even roll. First try, no roll. It died after. I leech-seeded. I then try hearted for it. I was like, I'm going to save my game in game via the, um, via the emulator that I'm playing in. I don't, I bypass the save feature within the game so I can save whenever, wherever I want to saved literally as the battle got started. And, um, I got it to red. I threw my first pokeball at it. By the way, I found another Charmander. Oh yeah. And a little bit of context. I found another Charmander four hours after I found the other one. It was insane how much time I spent trying to find this one freaking Charmander. I cannot tell you how annoyed I was. I was playing Pokemon until like three o'clock in the morning today. It was, it was a lot of Pokemon. It was a lot of me trying to catch a lot of Pokemon. All right. So <clears throat> in fact, it didn't even happen this, uh, this morning at like three o'clock. I had the, the reason why I was up so late was I was like, I got to have a cutoff time. This is a 1% encounter rate. I'm not going to find it, or, or I can find it. It's just going to take a really, 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 really long time for me to find this fucking Charmander. But it's like I spent, like, I think four hours just in a dungeon trying to find it. Didn't find it. I woke up this morning. I found one after another, like, two or three hours searching for this Charmander. Right? I finally got one. And um, I saved. I freaking got it down to the lowest red as I possibly could. I threw out my first Pokeball. Bang. Comes out. Doesn't even rolls. Exactly like what happened on the podcast. And I was like, that's why I didn't leech seed. And that's why I freaking saved. Because I finally got my freaking Charmander. After like three or four tries freaking later, I finally got my freaking Charmander. But at what cost? The cost was to my voice, ladies and gentlemen. I woke up with a cough. 
I was sneezing. It was literally, it's, it's also allergy season, which also explains why I'm, I'm feeling semi-sick. But I finally got my Charmander. I renamed him Char-Char, of course, because that's, if, if you're a Pokemon fan, you know, Charmander says, Char, Charmander. That's how he said, that's how he speaks. So I named my Charmander Char-Char. I loved it all the way up to Charmeleon. It's a level 20. I put it in my PC. Never going to use it again. It's a digital monster. I get it. It's all made up. It's all code. I get it. But nevertheless, I'm super excited to get one. Also, I got an Elekid as well. I like. There's this road in Pokemon Dark Rising where it has like all of these like really really awesome <clears throat> these awesome Pokemon like a Togepi, which I also caught as well. Not going to use it. Just wanted it. Um, I also got a, a a Victini as well, just because it's like you know like the game gave me a Victini. Not going to use it at all. Don't care. Um, ba, 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 ba. what else did I get? An Elekid. And I also got the Pokemon that evolves inevitably into a Lucario. I think it's called a Ryalu. Riolu? Riolu? However you say that. <clears throat> but yeah, I've been playing Pokemon, still grinding. Still on that Pokemon. Freaking just grind of just trying to get my Pokemon up to like the levels and the trainers that I want to fight still only have two gems. Like what? I still, it's like, I'm 50. I'm a level 50 almost like my, my Garchomp, by the way, the, the cutoff last night for me to not play Pokemon was essentially when my Garchomp evolved into a Garchamp at level 48. I think like when I got on, he's now a level 49. He's almost a level 50. As a matter of fact, I think like when I got off the podcast, he was like a level 40, like early level forties. And then I like, it took hours to get him to a level 48 because of the dungeon was under dungeon was a under level dungeon took forever. Finally, he's a Garchamp. He's a champion. He'll still Garchomp you, but now he's a Garchamp. Okay. So got him to Gar to Garchamp. He's awesome. Can't wait. But oh my God, that, that took forever. Oh my God. I, I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. And then I'll say, and then I'm literally going to play the second Pokemon dark rising, dark rising Two. I'll play that game. <clears throat> and probably like go through the same motions or hopefully not because Jesus Christ, that would be ridiculous. But oh my God, I love all my Pokemon that I got super cool, super nerdy. Apologize for all the nerdy stuff, but um, yeah, it's a video gaming and sports podcast. So it's like, I'm going to be nerdy occasionally. I also watched the new justice league movie. I'll talk about it maybe in like a couple of days or, or something like that, but I kind of want to keep this podcast sports oriented while low-key flexing on you got a charmander last night and i'm about to get a lucario probably within the next probably by monday probably by monday i'll probably get a lucario also freaking i i gotta get a sixth pokemon i got rid of my psychic pokemon because i'm gonna get a lucario and that'll probably i i maybe a lekid I, I don't know i got a lot of i got a lot of things i got a lot of buns in the oven i got a lot of a, a lot of things have a brisket in the smoker. I got a lot of things cooking right now, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, I'm on fire right now. So, you know, we'll see what happens Pokemon-wise, but also, you know, football-wise. I kind of wanted to keep the continuity. You know, I like I spent like six minutes talking about Pokemon, but we'll kind of, you know, transition onward. Not going to be a long podcast here today just because of like, I don't know. Just because of like, I, I, I don't have a lot of stuff planned. All right. I, I kind of like came into today's podcast and I was like, cool. I got a lot of stuff planned. 
And then I looked at my journal and I was like, fuck, I have nothing planned today. So I'm going to have to kind of improvise and things of that nature. Also, um, this is going to be the last time that I talk about the Deshaun Watson case. Yes, uh, we've talked about it in detail way more. We we have spent more time talking about it than people probably have have actually done like actual research on it. I think like let's just let's just be honest. Nobody reads the court reports. Nobody reads the civil cases. We read, I believe, one, and I've read off podcast. I've read at least, I, not at least, I've read all seven of them. I've read some of them multiple times. I, I today, before I got onto the podcast, you want to know what I did? I looked at that, I looked at Tony Busby's law, uh, 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 press conference today, right, in preparation for the podcast, and I was like, wow, this is, this is garbage. I'm tired just from me talking about it. I'm tired just from me talking about it. So I know you're either tired of it. I don't know if this is interesting or not, but it's like, I'm tired myself. So it's like, we got to, like, it, it, this is it. This is it. Deshaun's going to say something. He's going to give a public address. I don't even know if I'm going to cover it, to be honest with you. We'll kind of see what happens. Summary, um, if you have not spent the last two hours, or technically, it is two hours. I spent a good two, I guess, spent a lot of time talking about it. But, um, you know, if you haven't been on the podcast recently and things of that nature, if you haven't listened to a lot of, pretty much, Story is Deshaun Watson contacts women on Instagram looking for a massage with the intention to essentially um, have a happy ending massage, essentially. Um, I don't necessarily know how much of that is true or not, but that's what all of these women are alleging. Now, um, here's the thing. Two things about this, and I kind of learned this from reading all seven of the uh, of the civil cases. And also hearing Tony Busby's uh, press conference. Two things are going to happen. Number one, Deshaun Watson is 1,000% going to get suspended from the NFL. Not because of anything within these court reports, but um, just because of the volume and because of the optics. Even though right now PR is trending towards Deshaun Watson, like everybody's on Deshaun Watson's side, the fans are. Usually people are like, throw him under the bus. But now people are like, "Mm, let's pause and think about things. Let me take his wig. Mm. Sorry about that. My throat has been dry all day. So, <clears throat> people are saying, pause. Let's think about certain things. Let's let's look at the facts. They didn't they didn't say that about Ezekiel Elliott. I'll say that much. They were just willing to be like, like Molly Karam was like, he's gonna get suspended. He's gonna come back. He's gonna he's gonna be play football. And this victim isn't gonna get anything. That that's what Molly Karam was talking about <clears throat> literally four years ago. But um, unlike the case of, Z- of Ezekiel Elliott, everybody's like, let's calm down. Let's let's read the court reports and see what's going on. But um, <clears throat> yeah, he's going to get suspended because that's just how the NFL rolls. They, um, they don't care if there's actual facts involved. They don't care about what actually happened. They're just like, we got to suspend you. Because we don't, uh, we don't really care about the optics. We don't, re- may not the optics. We don't care about the outcome. We don't care if these women get justice or not. But this is just how we're going to handle it. You're going to get suspended four games, and then you're going to go on and continue to have a career. They did the same thing with Tom Brady. Everybody bitched and complained. Essentially, it's like, how bad does things look? And do people bitch and complain? It's like they bitched and complained about Tom Brady, 
And uh, so he got suspended. People bitched and complained about Ezekiel Elliott. He got suspended. The optics don't look good with Deshaun Watson. So guess what? He's getting suspended. All right. Uh, it has not diminished team interest, by the way, in Deshaun Watson. In some ways, it's enhanced it. Because it's like, oh, you guys, oh, like his his trade value is going to be declined because he he has uh, 12 cases, apparently, be, going to be filed within the next week. Again, we're not going to talk about them until Tony, whatever his name is, submits some type of article of evidence. I believe that's the proper lo- legal terminology. Not necessarily in that world, but until he exhibits some exhibit, Exhibit A, whatever you want to call it, until he does something like that. Uh, you know what he's got to do. Uh, not you know what he's got to do. Like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna freaking, I'm not gonna freaking cover it. I'm just not gonna cover it. I, I could care less about what he has to say. I, 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 I could literally care less about what the suits have to say because I read all of them. We'll get into that in a couple of minutes. But um, I'm fatigued. I'm annoyed. I'm irked. I don't care about the lawsuits right now. I'll get into that um, in a couple of minutes as well. So, <clears throat> Deshaun's going to get suspended. That's 1,000% that's going to happen. That's the first thing that's going to happen. And that's like, that's the thing that I can say with like 100% guarantee he will 1,000% be suspended. Even though there's been like no bad press about it. Like, the press have been making more noise than, like, people. Like, nobody really cares about this. Everybody thinks that the Houston Texans set Deshaun Watson up. Which, there could be some shred of truth to that. Second thing about this, um, about Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Second thing, most important thing, not Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans, but the second thing, most important thing about the um, this lawsuit 1,000% will, um, maybe not 1,000%, I'm like 90 to 95% sure this will also happen when it comes to the suits. Um, the girls suing aren't going to get any money. They will 1,000% not get any money in this case. And um, it's not because Deshaun has a, um, a a big, you know, big time law lawyer. It's not that Deshaun Watson is a Houston Texan. It's because it's like I read all of their court cases and... Um, there's no way that you can prove any of what these women are saying or alleging in a court of law. It's a kangaroo court. This is something, if it, like, the allegations that they're trying to essentially, um, that they're essentially, you know, suggesting would fly in an NFL court, not in a court of law. And I don't know why Tony Busby keeps on saying this or keeps on, you know, going with this story and things of that nature. It, it's just ridiculous to me, in my opinion. But it's like, it's just, it's just weird. He had a press conference on Friday. He could not have embarrassed himself and his clients and his other um, uh, uh, colleagues more if he went out on a clown, on a unicycle, in a clown seat suit with makeup on, juggling bowling pins. I mean, it was an embarrassing press conference for him, his clients. His clients should be embarrassed that they've put this man on retainer, get a real lawyer, not this clown lawyer and Tony Busby because holy smokes, man, I'm not even a lawyer and I was embarrassed for lawyers as they should because he was an absolute embarrassment on Friday. So like, again, we'll kind of, we'll get, we'll get into it. We won't, I won't read all seven court cases. That's ridiculous. That'll literally take an hour, but essentially 
Um, there's one alleging rape, essentially. Oh, I should have given you a trigger warning. There's there's one essentially alleging, you know, um, I mean, it's already too late. Rape. You know, the one where apparently Deshaun had forced himself onto a woman. And um, we had talked about, like, how he had gained control over her, which I have no idea what that means. And um, how he had then forced himself onto her or whatever. I, like... This somewhat reads similarly to what um, happened with Antonio Brown, where, like, some very, very shady timings are kind of happening. First and foremost, um, let's be honest about this. I'll, 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 I'll be straight up with this. I thought maybe um, Tony Busby, the lawyer representing the 11 girls, had contacted Deshaun Watson's legal representation, like, a week or two ago. No, bro, they've known about this for a month. Deshaun's known about this for about a month. This lawyer, like, like when people were like, I'll, I'll give people their credit when it, when credit is deserved. I thought that this wasn't set up by the Houston Texans. The fact that they waited till like the week of free agency to kind of like to put this out is weird. It's extremely weird to me, at least when they've known about this, when they've been rejected for about a month. And then on top of that, they don't open up the gates because I've checked the filings. I've like made sure they haven't submitted any more documentation with the first um, uh, lawsuit. They have not. It's only been that first actual, um, what's it called? It's only been the first actual, um, what's it called? Again, I'm not a lawyer. Hold on. What's it called again? The filing, the um, the civil suit. It's the first one. I don't know. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a legal guy. I'm, I'm actually on the Harris County um, District uh, what, what's it called? The Harris County District Clerk's Office right now. And I'm just like scrolling through the records because in the state of Texas, civil court cases are all public. So you don't need, like literally all you have to do is have like an account within, fuck, I can't find it because there's way too many course, uh, cases that have been filed. But literally, if you just have an account, you can get all of this information for free. I didn't have to pay for anything. But in the case of Deshaun, I got to actually look this up. But in the case of, like, Deshaun Watson, there wasn't any additional, like, um, there wasn't additional information that was put out. So I don't, I don't know if they've submitted anything new. I doubt it, to be honest with you. But, you know, we'll see. But, uh, like, every single case essentially reads the same in the sense of, like, especially through the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, those four cases, they all read essentially the exact same. Deshaun Watson gets noticeably more undressed than what is perceived to be normal, which again, we established with, uh, with Shannon Sharp, the Shannon Sharp quote a, qu a couple of days ago, where essentially most masseuses will say, dress to your comfort, undress to your comfort. So if you want to wear boxers, wear boxers. If you want to wear shorts, then wear shorts. If you want to wear nothing, then wear nothing. But we have to put a towel over you and things of that nature. So a little bit of context about the fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh lawsuits, and even the first, second lawsuit, they're essentially alleging that Deshaun Watson um, moved around, and because he moved around, his, you know, I mean, his dick hit their hands. That's just the short, sweet, and simple way to describe it. And um, they're essentially suing over that. That's the summary of all of the lawsuits. And maybe some crude language, some crude some crude remarks. We're taking it, by the way, at face value. We're taking it at their perspective, right? So, and I even have like something within 
the documents, right? Let me try and find it. <clears throat> Where apparently, like, Deshaun was trying to, like, find a very specific masseuse because people are weirded out by his requests, which kind of seems to be true in some of these women's case, but again, cases. So here's the actual quote from the lawsuit. I make a lot of massage therapists uncomfortable, and it's really hard for me to find someone who will meet my needs. So in that case, it's kind of like, I don't necessarily, like he, he apparently loves to have his groin and his butt massaged, allegedly. That's what, you know, these women are alleging. So it kind of makes sense that he would want a very specific masseuse. I don't know if that's the case. Again, we're only getting one side of the case. We'll hear from Deshaun and his legal representation literally next week. But it kind of makes sense that he would seek out some very, very specific masseuses here and there and try to be very, very discreet, things of that nature. Like the setup now that I've heard that makes a lot of sense, right? And again, that was filed in one of the court cases. And again, we don't necessarily know the validity of these lawsuits and things of that nature. I think that some of them are BS and kind of a crash grabs, to be honest with you. I won't really go into Tony Busby's hypocrisy and how he's like, you know, we don't want money, but then you ask for a six-figure settlement and things of that nature. We, we already established that in the last podcast, last two podcasts. Again, I'm not really going to go into that that much, but I did hear something interesting, and this is why I'm like, oh, wait, you guys aren't going to get fuck all from any of these lawsuits. I was watching the Tony Busby, and again, Tony Busby's the guy that's representing all of these women. I was watching that lawsuit, and he said something interesting. Where is it? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me back up, right? Because I, I, I spent some time on this. I spent like, it's a 23 minute, it's a 23 minute fucking. I'm like, should I cover this? All right, let me, let me cover this. Let me cover this. Yeah, I, I think I should play this. So, Tony Busby on Friday had a press conference. It was boring. It was embarrassment. Again, could not have embarrassed him and the law community. He could not have embarrassed himself and the law community more if he had literally showed up on a unicycle dressed in clown makeup and in a suit uh, juggling bowling pins as that carnival music plays the the I, I don't know what it is. But like if carnival music played clown suit bowling pins, you get the analogy joke, essentially, if he was dressed up as a joke. But here he is, essentially defining for you and me, legally, what um, sexual assault is within, or civil assault, excuse me, is within the state of Texas. I think it's going to come in kind of low, and then I'll have to bump it up, but um, bear, bear with me on this. The cases we have filed, these public cases... Never mind, it's perfect. ...which are on file, and everybody can see them, we even have copies for you here, allege civil assault. Civil assault under Texas law is intentionally or knowingly causing physical contact with a plaintiff when the defendant knows or should know that the plaintiff would regard such contact as offensive. Okay, now that's the, that's the key, that's the trigger that they're trying to pull. They're trying to say Deshaun should know that he cannot, he, his genitals cannot touch a woman's hand in a massage. And the reality is, if you're butt-ass naked and they're massaging your groin, 
That shit can happen. And to be honest with you, it probably does. So immediately just discounts all of the lawsuits by his own like definition of what civil assault is. Because it's like, oh wait, they're masseuses. They massage naked dudes. Like in the in and if you read the lawsuits as I have, they essentially try to establish that being naked in a lawsuit or not in a lawsuit, but in a, uh, as a masseuse is weird uh, is weird, and it's not. It's not. So already, just by his own definition of civil assault, boom, 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 all six of the cases are dropped, which is why I'm like, oh, wait, the women aren't going to get anything because it's either going to be A, impossible to prove that, or B, really, really freaking difficult to do that, to prove it. Like, it, it just, it is what it is. Second of all, where is my notes? Let me, let me point you to something interesting. And this is what, this is what had me like, I had to pause it and say, whoa, like three times, like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was five. It was when he was addressing the media when it came to criminal complaints uh, and not criminal complaints, but the criminal aspect of this, because once again, one of the women is accusing Deshaun Watson of essentially raping her. And I found it peculiar that in the actual civil case they didn't define it as rape because i mean that's the big boy that's the that's the money maker right there like if you think that your client has been raped by somebody it's like that'll bring in a lot of money when it comes to the civil suit and again we're we've already established that they tried to settle out of court for six figures uh there there's also language within each civil case that essentially says that they get to take as much money as necessary. I'm paraphrasing, but essentially as much money as necessary uh, in damages from Deshaun Watson. It's always at the end of the contract or not the contract, but the but the civil case. So that way, if people just lazily didn't read it, uh, read the entire thing, they wouldn't have picked up on it. But it's in every single it's in every single document, every single document that he submitted within the last week. But um, <clears throat> when it comes to pressing charges which would be the actual justice that you would seek for your clients if you were an actual lawyer which again is why i say unicorn riding clown suit and make clown suit makeup wearing bowling pins clown tony busby rolling in why he's a clown why is a joke because he had this to say he had this to say because he you know, when it comes to his clients, he apparently doesn't think they should go out and pursue, pursue criminal charges. Or, more specifically, he says that we don't know if they will. Here's Tony Busby talking about his clients pursuing criminal charges against Deshaun Watson. The way we're, we're going to handle this, we're going to get all the lawsuits on file first, put together a package, submit it to the, uh, the police department. Not every, we're not sure, not every uh, victim may want to come forward. I mean, let's not forget, it's, it's, uh, it takes a lot of courage, a lot of courage yeah. uh, to step forward uh, when you're dealing with somebody powerful, uh, when you're dealing with, you know, like it or not, you know, sports is big. Uh, people blindly and irrationally follow sports. So now he's just rambling on. The quote that I had was essentially, we don't know if these women 
will go forward with criminal charges. We don't know if they'll go forward with criminal charges. My question is, why not? Especially in the case of the third case. I mean, fuck me, man. David Dobrik is getting more shit. And people are saying David Dobrik and one of his boys who essentially, I mean, essentially, I mean, they're talking about David Dobrik and one of his boys, one of his friends raped a girl in an insider report. And people are like, yeah, th- like this girl was raped. Um, This girl should probably pursue criminal charges. And apparently I think she is over civil cases, over civil charges. And it's like, to me, it's weird that in a case where you have such irrefutable evidence, you have, you know, like, I mean, this should, this is, this is quick and easy. Instagram DMs, text messages, money wires, airplane tickets. There is a long outstanding amount of paper trails. I mean, they released one of the text messages. What was one of the text messages? I had it pulled up on TMZ. And by the way, not damning at all. When I saw this, I was like, dude, you got to do fucking better than this. And I was like, I feel bad for these women. Cause it's like, let's say something actually happened. Then it's like, Oh wait, like they're screwed. This is the guy representing them. He's a joke. He released this, uh, this, um, this, uh, this freaking text message where essentially Deshaun Watson is texting this girl. And by the way, again, no idea if this is Deshaun or not, this could be anybody, but I mean, let's just assume that it is. So this girl is texting him and he's telling him, Hey, where the restroom is, blah, 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 blah. And then he texts her apparently the day I forgot what, when it, where it is in the court case. And this is, this is, um, this is in correspondence with the first, the first civil case. Essentially Deshaun says, sorry about, and this is the text message. Sorry about you feeling uncomfortable. Never were the intentions. Let me know if you want to work in the future. My apologies. Right. And it could be that he put his dick in his, in her hands, whatever. I don't know. Or he motioned over. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, that doesn't necessarily seem sinister and heinous. That seems like Deshaun Watson. It's like, oh wait, it's like something happened. Whether it was, you know, him doing something, I don't know. But it doesn't necessarily, but like considering that in, in his behavior is weird during these lawsuits, right? because on the one hand, he's this rapist who, I mean, he gets gets up and he acts as if everything is normal, but then apparently in another lawsuit, he just apologizes for putting a dick in in a girl's hand. It's like, shit isn't adding up. And on top of that, I get that beautiful quote from Tony Busby, embarrassment of law or at law, however it's formed, however it's phrased, going on to a press conference and saying, we don't know if my clients will pursue criminal charges. And it's like, isn't it your job legally to suggest that, to get true justice, to put Deshaun Watson behind bars if you believe that he is a sexual predator? In your professional opinion? Because if you can win a civil case, I think civil cases are way harder to win than, than criminal cases. I think so. I'm not sure, but I think so. Or maybe, I, I guess it depends on the civil case, I guess. 
it's like to me personally, it's like I, I, I watch this and I'm just like, my guy, like you're screwing over your clients by doing that, by saying we don't know if they're going to pursue. It's like you should know and you should tell them we're going to we're, we're it's going to be both. We're the paperwork we're going to submit. It's going to be the lawsuit. We're going to submit the um, the evidence and then we're going to submit the evidence package to the police immediately. We're going to work through the weekend. Sorry, buddy, you copied and pasted most of the language within the criminal cases. It's like, my guy, these, this, like, you, you don't have a lot, you, you have time to kill, you know? Probably smoking a cigar as you uploaded these, uh, these petitions or whatever they're called to the courts. I don't, I, I, I don't think he's going to get, I don't think he's going to have to actually spend any money on this case. In the sense of paying out these alleged victims. Because all of the evidence has been bad evidence. And that, and the only evidence that has been submitted was a text message. And even that piece of evidence, it could have been from anybody. But we'll just assume for now that it's from Deshaun. It's like, that's, that's just, that actually contradicts some of your clients when it comes to his, you know, when it comes to his behavior. Because apparently he's supposed to be this malicious predator on the one hand, who rapes people for a living. But then on the other hand, he apologized for, for putting dicks in hands. And it's like, why won't you pursue criminal charges? Charges Is it because if you know that you know, excuse me, that if you put your clients on the stand that they could be potentially in contempt of court, be held in contempt of court, if they find out that these allegations are not legitimate is that why you're not doing is that why you're not pursuing criminal cases criminal charges that you could i believe the word is be put in purgatory or that you could perjure i don't i don't know what the proper term is. again i'm not a lawyer but it's like essentially that you could be making stuff up and trying and testifying and testifying it in court making essentially what is it purgatory putting i, I don't know not purgatory as in hell like I don't know what it's properly called, but essentially it's like that you could essentially have your clients go on the stand lie. And then once it find once people find out that they're lies, then they're like put in perjury. It's perjury, right? I, I, I don't know the term is, but essentially lying under oath is like a big, big no, no. It's like you could go to jail for that type of stuff. Is, is that why? Because again, if you could file a bajillion civil courses, civil cases and things of that nature. And again, even, even for Deshaun Watson, if for example, countersue, and be like, you know, it, it, let's say all of these claims aren't true. Let's say these are terrible, unlawful claims, right? <clears throat> and they frame Deshaun Watson. For Deshaun Watson to go back and be able to be like, I'm suing you, I'm suing you, I'm suing you for defamation of character because you all knew that I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, it's very, very hard to prove. It's hard to prove both ways. It's hard to prove if you don't actually have evidence of him saying... Yeah, I did it on purpose. Yeah, I raped these women. Yeah, I had sex with these women. I wanted to come into a massage parlor and have sex with these women and all that good stuff. I came here for a happy ending, essentially, type of massage. If you cannot actually prove that in a court of law, then you're fucked. Because it's not the NFL. It's, it, it's not a kangaroo court. It is a fucking... It is, it is real life where there actually has to be provided evidence. And once again, I have not seen any evidence provided. 
Let me just double check that. Let me just double check and we'll we will drop this for about a week or two. Until somebody gives me something besides some bullshit text message um, essentially contradicting what some of your clients are saying. And again, I don't know who that is from. That could be from some random jack off or it actually could be from Deshaun. I don't know. But if you're submitting that as like your main piece of evidence, fuck off, dude, because that's, that is not good enough whatsoever. You got to be tripping if you think that that is something that I can actually take to the bank and go in and cash for six cash in for a touchdown it's a football analogy so anyways um joke it's a joke gotta see more gotta see more uh the woman in question should drop i i don't even remember is tony busby that's what his name is right i'm like i was about to say i forgot his name but then i was like let me try unlike him so once again we'll keep a sharp eye out we'll look at Deshaun Watson but I'll look at Deshaun Watson I'll keep a sharp eye but I'm not gonna bore you with this anymore because to be honest with you I'm bored and I've talked about it for like 20 minutes I'm done talking about it let's move on again didn't have anything prepared for today didn't know why I didn't want to freaking do any work apparently today but now like here I am once again Feeling lost, but now and then I'm breathing in to let it go. And you don't know where you are now. And finding a ton, ton, ton. If you don't know what I'm singing, I'm singing the victorious song. You don't have to be afraid to put your dreams in action. But a main attraction. Oh my God. I love Victor. I remember I actually fucking watched. Uh, I got, I got to transition to this. I got to fucking transition to this. Holy shit. Did I watch like, I watched the fucking shit out of Victorious as a kid. Oh my, I love Victorious. That's like one of the only, that's like one of the only ironically enough Dan Snyder TV shows. If you, if you're a kid from the nineties that used to watch Dan Snyder, TV shows literally the only TV show that I can watch where I'm like oh my gosh this is this is actually like a pretty good theme this is a pretty good fucking like sitcom for like a kid to teenager you know TV show because it's like I tried to fucking watch iCarly I couldn't watch five seconds of it iCarly was my shit for like the first season and then I, like the first couple of seasons when I was a kid, and then it's like, holy shit, man. I can't, I can't fucking watch that TV show anymore. Literally just stop. I, I literally could not watch it. And I was like, oh, it's on, it's on freaking, I got, I, I got to play it. It's on freaking, what's it called? It's on Netflix, right? I'm trying to watch freaking Victorious. And then I'm like, oh, I watched the entire series of, of Victorious, right? Here's the theme song. I watched the entire freaking theme song of Victorious. Not theme song. Pause. My mind is a gutter right now. I watched the entire series of Victorious. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that wasn't like, that wasn't terrible. Like Ariana Grande, the girl that plays Jade, Victoria Justice, like packed show stopping cast. They had a fantastic cast. 
Oh my god! I mean, it was it was amazing. They fantastic cast, ladies and gentlemen, filled with like talented actors and actresses. Again, Ariana Grande. I think she did Broadway before she she was like on Victorious, and then once after she did Victorious, that's when she became Ariana Grande. But again, Ariana Grande is on the TV show, so they got a lot of talent there. Unpause my music. I love how the first song that we play is Victorious and not like an actual TV show. Or not a TV song, but usually I open something with... I mean, like, it's such a good fucking show. I, 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 I pause the view. I fucking hate that Nickelodeon got rid of it because it's like, oh, man, like, I Carly got an ending. Drake and Joss kind of got an ending. And it's like the one TV show that I think was like Dan Snyder's magnum opus, like his best TV show fucking ever made. The last TV show that I could actually, like, seriously watch after watching, like, all of his TV shows as a kid. Like, that TV show, Victorious, didn't get an ending. Drake and Joss, ending. iCarly, ending. Victorious, no ending. Because apparently Victoria Justice went on, like, a cruise or wanted to, like, tour or whatever. And it conflicted with the actual filming of the TV show. So they couldn't film the TV show whenever they wanted. And it's like, fuck. Don't get to see Victoria, Victorious and Sam and Cat, or Sam and Cat was the other TV show that they made that was not very good. It's like, fuck, man. Like, they had so many interesting characters. Some of them were zany. Like, Robbie was zany. They had a, they had, I kid you not, some of the most interesting characters I've ever seen on, like, television. They had a guy who could, like, they had a ventriloquist who it wasn't, like, obnoxious or weird. It was hilarious. It was like, and it was a, a duality with his personality. Like, the dummy, the the puppet, was cool. And the guy handling the puppet was nerdy and, and like, awkward. And, like, the, the banner between the two was fantastic. The dichotomy was fantastic. Victorious was such a fucking awesome TV show. It's like some of my TV shows as a kid. I, I love some of the classic TV shows that I watched as a kid. Like, Ed, Ned, Eddie, Codename Kids Next Door. Stuff like that. But, like, again, could not watch iCarly. And I thought I loved that TV show. And then it's like, no, never watching that TV show ever again. Ever again. And it's like, isn't it coming back to CBS, right? With, like, some of the original cast, except for Jeanette McCurdy. Shout out to her. I know She talked about quitting actor uh, acting and stuff like that. Big shout out to her. Love her. Regardless, love her. Did a great job. Hopefully she's... Okay, hopefully she's mentally all right. Hopefully she's doing good things in her personal life. Shout out to her. Awesome, awesome job with iCarly and stuff like that. Big part of my childhood. Love her. Keep doing what she needs to do. All right, anyways. But, um, what was it? I was fucking, like, like, Victorious is, like, the only TV show as an adult that I can watch besides, like, Drake and Joss from Dan Snyder. Oh, and can I watch Zoe 101? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen that show in almost almost like eight or nine years. It's been a while since I've seen like Zoe 101. I've seen clips of that TV show, but I've not watched a full episode in like years. But yeah, Victorious, only good show. Can't, can't fucking not watch it. Awesome show. Jade is awesome. Beck is awesome. Andre, Robbie, Victorious, Victoria. Even her older sister does a pretty fucking awesome job as well of tormenting the shit out of her. Oh my God, it's so awesome. Unpause my music. Oh my, play, play Victoria. Turn it off.
And it's like I got I got I gotta reinforce the talent. Leon Thomas, the guy that plays Andre, the guy that plays Beck is in Elizabeth Giles is in Dynasty. They have Ariana Grande. Unpause my fucking music. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like it's just an awesome sitcom, you know? It's just, I mean, it's an odd. They they have this Breakfast Club episode where they parody Breakfast Club, and and it's so hilarious. And the jokes are like, it's one of their best episodes too. It's like they parody the Breakfast Club perfectly. They do it perfectly in a sitcom way. And it's like considering how many bad parodies of that movie there are, there is, and considering how many times people try to mimic that movie specifically, and then it's like. They, they substitute in weed for tacos. <laughs> I mean, it's just TV show on point, on fleek. Very, very good. But it's like, oh, man. Victorious, Dan Snyder's magnum opus. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It was like, it was, it was a weird time because it's like literally just, I mean, some really, really uh, a star-studded cast. Just an awesome awesome group of uh group of actors and actresses that were on the show kind of when when they were like teenagers and young adults too it's like very very rare times that you that you literally see you know a feature film or you know a music video technically elizabeth G uh, giles i think that's what her name is was in ariana grande's thank you next which it's like uh, come on come on <clears throat> but yeah it's like very very rarely do you see like though that type of cast in one tv show and that i mean awesome job awesome fucking job <clears throat> by um by dan snyder finding all those people well awesome actresses and actors and stuff like that so let me kind of transition back to football after again me like talking about victorious and stuff like that so <clears throat> What was I talking about? Oh yeah, football, 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 football. I gotta get back on track. Gotta pick. I, I'm watching like clips of the TV show right now. It's like the best Jade moments. Jade again, Elizabeth Giles, home run, knockout, fucking slam dunk, fucking hit, man. Fucking nailed the TV show with her. If she isn't in the TV show, it's it's not the same fucking TV show. The energy, the fucking swagger. The absolute just torment she puts on Victoria Justice. I mean, comedy gold, comedy gold. Then on top of that, it's prime time television. Awesome job by Elizabeth Giles. Awesome. Oh my God. Awesome. Anyways, <clears throat> let me transition out of Victorious and all that good stuff to something else. So, what is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, speaking of, like, clowns and people riding unicycles, uh, you know, with clown makeup and suits on and stuff like that, let me talk about the Bears for, like, two quick seconds. So, the Bears, you know, they're going in right now. They're in a weird spot. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're negotiating, trying to get Russell Wilson. They're like, oh, man, everybody's connecting Russell Wilson with the Bears. The Bears, they're connecting 
Russell Wilson with the Bears. They're excited. They're like, cool. We get, we get, we get Russ. Finally, we finally get an actual quarterback in the history of our franchise. We're super excited. This is why I'm not a Bears fan anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I was a Bears fan for 10 plus years. I was a closeted Cowboy fan. I was very embarrassed. It's very embarrassed, but I was ecstatic that I had a uh, that I had a football team with one of my favorite players ever of all time in Walter in Walter Payton. And then it's like you you realize the Bears organization just sucks. It's terrible. They don't get it. And then you realize, and then it's like I, I think I became a Cowboy fan around 2016 when Dak. Talked about it when Dak was a cowboy. I was like, oh, Dak, Dak's a cowboy. I like Dak Prescott. He seems like a winner. And it's like, come to find out my old, you know how like, you know, you know how like you're doing, you know how like you move on from like one of your girlfriends, right? And it's like, you're you're with somebody who's way better now. You, you know, you're having a rocky patch. You're having a rocky relationship. You know, uh, she, she, uh, she, 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 you know, if you find some stuff out about her that you don't necessarily like or whatever, you know? But it's like the relationship is good. I'm not moving off the Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to be a lifelong Cowboy fan. You know, I'm also going to be a lifelong Patriots fan. So now I got two girlfriends, right? I don't know how that shit works. I guess I'm in a polyamorous relationship. I'm married to the Patriots. I'm married to the Cowboys. I'm married to a lot of people, right? Married to the, I'm married to a lot of women, all right? Figuratively, not literally. That would be a disaster. But, you know... I'm with these new girls, the Cowboys, the Patriots, and then I see my old girl, the Bears. (laughs) I see the Bears out there struggling. I see the Bears not being able to pull off a blockbuster deal, a blockbuster deal trying to get Russell Wilson. They're struggling. They're slothing it out. They're struggling. They're really, really struggling. And it's like the Bears, they're, they're doing Bears things, man. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. This is the reason why I'm not a Bears fan anymore. It's like they, they had one job. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, they're conservative as I don't even know what. I mean, instead of going for the gusto, instead of just trying to grab Aaron Rodgers by the throat, wringing him out, instead of trying to do that, you know what the, the Bears do? The Bears. The Bears. Do you want to know what they do? Do you want to know what they do? They play conservative. They go out and they get Andy Dalton. And apparently, you know what? You know, I, I felt, to be honest with you, I, I was like, I was like, you know what? You're lowballing them. I don't know what you're doing, Bears. You're lowballing them. You are serious. You go in. You say, we want, we want Russell Wilson. We got five first-round draft picks for you. Minimum. We're going up from there. That's the minimum starting price. What's this three first-rounders and two players crap? And like a third. It's like, that's not close enough. Apparently, they were trying to offer up Akeem Hicks. Apparently, they they they, they wanted to offload Akeem Hicks. What? You're trying to get rid of one of the players that you wanted to offload? You don't think Seattle could smell that BS from a mile away? Apparently, they also wanted to try and offload Khalil Mack. Because to be honest with you, if they're honest with you, they're not happy with his production in the last year. And then on top of that, because they traded... Not traded. They got Robert Quinn, and they're paying all of their defensive line a lot of money. They're like, we got to figure out a way to get rid of some of our money on the defensive line. Long story short, it would have been a blessing for Seattle to take Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks off of the Bears, uh, off the Bears' hands. Excuse me. They would have loved it. 
would have loved it. But now, the Bears are in trouble. Because Seattle didn't want to take Akeem Hicks, Khalil Mack, a third, and three firsts off their hands. They just wanted, they just wanted, you know, to play conservative. They not play conservative, excuse me. They they wanted something else. They wanted more. And I told you, I said I wouldn't give I wouldn't trade a I wouldn't trade Deshaun or Russell Wilson if you didn't give me five first round draft picks minimum. Period in the story. Some people are gonna be like, oh 24, that's way too much money. You can't give up all that money. It's like, who says I can't? That's way too many picks, 24. You can't get who said I can't? I said I wanted five. They better give me five. Notice how there hasn't been a trade yet, because nobody has offered up five. You want Russ, you want Deshaun, you want big plays, you want big money, you want big quarterbacks, you better give me five. Nobody wants to give up five. What do you think is going to happen? You think you think the Seahawks are going to be like, <laughs> Matt Stafford just got two first-round draft picks, a third, and they got Jared Goff, and the, 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 the Lions only had to give up Matt Stafford? In return, no additional extra picks. The Rams had to give up two firsts, a third, and Jared Goff, who's like a third-round pick in my opinion. Value-wise, talking to me about talking to me about three firsts, two starters, and a third. Take that and shove it where the sun don't shine. Jesus Christ! So now the Bears they go out and they sign Andy Dalton, and that seems like you know somebody said it. I I can't remember who said it, but somebody said it today. Maybe I I, I read about it today. I didn't see it today. Let me take a swig. Mm, hold on. Also got to plug my computer. <clears throat> so, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the Bears' inability to get a quarterback. It's like, somebody talked about how essentially this means that the Bears are going to retain those two guys. Those two guys obviously being Ryan Pace, the GM, Matt Nagy, the head coach. To be honest with you, I think they're going to retain Ryan Pace and fire Matt Nagy. That's kind of what it's starting to seem like. It's starting to seem like they're fed up with Matt Nagy. Everybody wants to throw his ass under the bus. I, this Wilbur guy, Sam Wilbur from ESPN, he keeps on talking about well, 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 Matt Nagy didn't want to coach Mitchell Trubisky, and that's why he should be fired. It's like, well, nobody wants to coach Mitchell Trubisky. Nobody. No, I don't want to coach Mitchell Trubisky. You offered me a coaching job in the NFL that has Mitchell Trubisky on it. I don't want to coach Mitchell Trubisky because Mitchell Trubisky is not a very good quarterback. Not a very good quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. I'll pass. That's what I'll say to them. I'll, I'm like, like guys, I'm hard pass. Hard pass. So, in the case of, you know, the case of the Bears, the case of Andy Dalton, the case of all of these players and things of that nature, it's like, listen, man, the Bears are going to do 
with the Ferris. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm watching Parks and Rec right now. Andy Dalton, or not Andy Dalton. Andy is like supposed to have this video date with Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, April. And he sings on his guitar. And he's freaking like, he's supposed to be in England, but he's back in Indianapolis or America, whatever it is. Pawnee, Indiana. Parks and Rec, awesome sitcom. I think it's better than The Office. I know a lot of people don't have that perspective, but it's awesome. Oh my God, is it fantastic. Chris Pat, Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, freaking, uh, I was about to say Leslie Nope. What's her name? Not Leslie Nope. Literally the theme song is playing. I'll know her name. Amy Poehler, knocks it out of the park. Rashida Jones, freaking Aziz Ansari. Nick Offerman, Aubrey Plaza, boom. Chris Pratt, again, legendary. Adam Scott knocks it out of the park. And Rob Lowe, fantastic job. <clears throat> but Jesus Christ, man. So many sitcoms, so little time. Sorry about that. Let me let me go back to the Bears. I, like, it, it was one of my favorite moments. I, I love love. I love love. I love mar I love marriage. Stuff like that. Sorry. So, anyways. um, <clears throat> Back to the Bears, Annie Dalton, all that good stuff. So... Bears are a dumpster fire. Bears are still terrible. Bears are a mess. Um, they franchise tag Allen Robinson. You may ask, why are we still talking about this? Didn't we kind of talk about this before? Well, people keep saying the Bears have a franchise caliber Super Bowl contender at defense. Or not a franchise caliber, excuse me, a Super Bowl contender at defense. Right? And what did you just see within the last couple of days? Well, <clears throat> that defense is essentially going to get worse. Akeem Hicks is already gone, or he's he's starting to ask for a trade. Kyle Fuller, their corner, he's gone. And, um, you know, they're probably going to get way worse in the next couple of years by offloading some of their key defensive players, and then their Super Bowl window will officially close. In fact, I think it's already closed with Andy Dalton being signed. Vegas had the odds before Andy Dalton signed. Excuse me. I don't know the betting odds in Vegas, but I think it was plus 40. Now it's plus 50. Essentially, it went up or it went down. They went down because they signed Andy Dalton. Because Andy Dalton is a very terrible quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's, he's very, very bad. <clears throat> and it's like, listen, man. I mean, same thing. Everybody keeps on talking about how like Matt Nagy is like, didn't he go to the playoffs two times in three years or whatever or something like that? Andy Dalton. Or not Andy. Matt Nagy. Two times, three years. Two-time playoff appearances, three years. Uh, well, he's about to be two and four. He's about to be two and four. Um, Technically speaking, the Bears, they weren't very good this year, too, to be honest with you. Like, they got booted out of the first round. It's like, I could kind of tell you that they were going to get booted out of the first round. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot that they were a playoff team this year. They were just, I mean, as much as people want to complain about the NFC East being bad, a lot more divisions are sneakily bad as well, like the Bears, like the NFC North, like the um, like the NFC West. Who else is a bad division? The AFC West as well. And for people being like, well, what about the Packers? What about this team? What about this team? I'm talking about the divisions as a whole, man. It's like literally the Packers are in that division and then nobody else. And it's like you wonder why the Packers for the last 
I don't know, 40 years have just dominated, 40, 50 years have like dominated the NFL, especially that division. It's like, oh wait, the Lions have never won a playoff, have only won one playoff game since I think like 1960, 1950. The Bears have been absolutely dysfunctional and anemic for the last, I mean, 50 to 60 years. Everybody's going to talk about the 85 Bears, 85 Bears, 85 Bears. Well, that's it. Essentially it. I know they went to the Super Bowl in the early 2000s, but essentially the 85 Bears was it, right? <clears throat> and then on top of that, the Vikings, they've never actually been to a Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's been, it's been disastrous for the NFC West. Essentially, it's the Packers and then nobody else. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and then nobody else. Maybe besides the Chargers, because I like Jay Herbert. Sorry about my microphone squeaking. But that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, the Bears, they're in a semi, they're in a weak division, man. They're in a division that can be won this year. You know, in my opinion, they got the players to shut down Rodgers. They just have not had the quarterback. And it's like, you would think that a team that has never had a quarterback in a quarterback, in a passing league, would essentially be like, you know what we're going to do? <clears throat> you know what we're going to do? We're going to fucking go out and get one of the best, one of the most prol prolific, a Hall of Famer in his prime. We're going to get fucking him. We're going to get Russell Wilson to make sure that our Super Bowl window will be forever open for at least the next six to seven years. And we'll go ahead. And, I mean, we got Allen Robinson. We got Khalil Mack. We got all these guys. Let's put them on the trade block. And then let's just rebuild in free agency and let's we'll, we'll figure it out as it comes. But with Russ, we got him. We got a chance. Without Russ, we're fucked. And it's like, guarantee you. Who, who, I already know that they play up against the NFC West this year. The NFC North does because the NFC East plays up against the NFC South. And there's only four divisions in the NFL, obviously. <clears throat> but it's like, Bears are in a are in a really really bad spot. Bears are in a bad spot. They play up against one of the hardest divisions in all of pro sports. Uh, NFC East played up against. I, I mean, it's it's. Let me just look up their schedule. I'm like, I was about to try and figure it out, but then I was just like, Google, Google it, twenty four, Google it. Who are they going up against? NFC West, AFC who? AFC. Oh, God, AFC North. I, I remember now I talked about it. I was like, you're going up against the two hardest divisions in all of pro football, the AFC, <clears throat> the AFC, um, the AFC North and the NFC West. It's like, that's absolutely disastrous for the Bears, not necessarily for the, um, for the other teams in that division. <clears throat> Goodness gracious. Bears still diabolically terrible. Yikes. So, another team that's diabolically terrible and things of that nature has been the Houston Texans in free agency. It's weird how, like, the timing kind of is with the Houston Texans, right? Where essentially they go, like, essentially they, like, you know, they go from essentially being, like, one of those teams that's, like, I'm sorry, I'm being distracted by Leslie Nope filibustering and roller skates right now. It's it's the it's the roller rink episode where 
Leslie Nope has to pee really, really badly as she's filibustering. And uh, she's in roller skates. It's a very hilarious episode in Parks and Rec. I'm sorry. It's very distracting. It's hilarious. Sorry. But the um, the Texans, as bad as... Like, they've been terrible in free agency. Um, <clears throat> they go out and they get another running back. And I believe... I think it was Kenyon Drake. And then they also got Mark Ingram. Right? In free agency. Literally makes no sense. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure... Who did he sign with? No, he's a Raider now. Okay, another bad organization. But it's like the Houston Texans, they get... who? Hold on, I can just look up. They got another running back, I believe. I think it was. It was one of them. <clears throat> who did they get? Let me look it up really, really quickly. Running backs. Houston Texans. Arby's. Uh, I don't know. This isn't a good search. I should have had better searches. But it's like <clears throat> the Texans, you know, they go out and they get David Johnson as a trade. They extend him. They go out and they get Mark Ingram, essentially two older running backs. I think Mark Ingram has a little bit more tread on the tires than people are giving him credit for, but still he's an older back. And David Johnson is just, I mean, he's, it, it's bad. It's bad. Um, he had a better season this year but he's injury prone and he's older. And I mean, re-signing him to a contract is just to a long-term contract. is just not a very good idea. And I think they got him for what a year, another year. It's like, just, or they like, like, I don't know how the structure of his contract, but it's, it, it was weird just that they extended him and all that stuff. And uh, it was just bad. <clears throat> but the Texans on top of that, they got Marcus cannon, the Patriots right tackle. They traded, that's such a so dumb. They traded for him. And it's like, I talked about it again a couple of days ago where it's like literally, where it's like literally like all of these players, like all the things that like Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans like warned them about. Like, hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff. Like they literally just kept on doing it. And whether Deshaun Watson is going to be back or not, I think doesn't matter as much as just like the Texans have once again proved everybody right in how dysfunctional and how terrible they are as an organization i didn't let it escape my grasp my my sight not my grasp but my sight i was like i like texans are just fucking up they're not getting anybody i don't know who their pass rusher is i thought they were going to get carl larson lawson excuse me i had heard they were going to get carl lawson and it's like i like they they didn't get him they didn't get him. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my entire. I think he's a he's he's a what? He's a Cincinnati Bengal, right? If I'm not mistaken, I had heard like a trade had gone through for Carl Lawson, and then it didn't go through. It was, it was weird, man. Or apparently he's a Jet now, and he was a. But who was the guy that played for Miami, who's now a Houston Texans? Who's now a Houston Texans? He was like a dolphin, and then he got traded to the Texans, I believe. He was like one of the Clemson Tigers. It's Shaq Lawson, not Carl. So it's like, even Shaq Lawson, I don't even know who that is, Shaq. Who is this guy? Is he a defensive tackle? He's an outside linebacker. What? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 
I'm looking at his numbers. I'm like, nothing to impress me. Like, he's essentially going to be their new J.J. Watt or new new player or, or new outside linebacker that's essentially going to be a pass rusher. It's just not going to be a good look for the Houston Texans next year. Let me move my chair up. It's super far back. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Not one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's just like one of the things that it's just, I mean, good God, man. The Texans, they just cannot seem to get anything right. Cannot sign anyone to replace J.J. Watt. And that's, I mean, you can't, it's impossible. They talk, They got Tyrod Taylor. I mean, all right, sure, if you want to re-sign him and do all that stuff. I love Tyrod, but it's like, all right, you want to, you want to act like Tyrod? You want to go out and get a backup quarterback? You, like, none of none of what they've done in free agency has looked good to me. Let me just be honest. <clears throat> none of what they've done has been good. In the sense of, they have not gotten a... a they have not... They, they failed to fucking re-sign Will Fuller. I mean, they haven't... It's not just that they've been bad in free agency. They've been stupid. Because last year... And, and this is why I want to like, why, why I literally want to like aggressively get up from my chair and start banging my head against my wall. Because literally last year, Bill O'Brien, the absolute in- genius that he was, wasted so many fucking picks trying to trade for players that are, he just overvalued like Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Traded two first round draft picks <clears throat> to those players. To both of them. Technically two for Laramie Tunsil, which is way, way too much. And then a second for Kenny Stills, which is stupid. And then the worst part about that whole trade deal was that they released Kenny Stills and then they had to sign Laramie Tunsil to a big contract, which is a, it's a big no-no. It's, it's GMing 101. And literally, do you want to, the, the, the head-banging thing is, the head-banging thing is, they could have gotten Pania Soul if they just waited for a year. That's literally, if the Texans weren't so freaking incompetent, they could have had Pania Soul because the Dolphins have the third overall pick because the Houston Texans were so freaking terrible. And it's like, all you have to do is just wait a year and you would have had one of the best offensive lines in the draft, if not the best. I mean, it's like, it's like they just, they're just so incompetent. It literally makes my head spin. It would feel better for me to literally cause myself to be concussed over like thinking about just how incompetent they are at doing very, very basic things. You didn't scout the next year's draft when it came to offensive tackles. You didn't look at any of their tape before you made that big blockbuster deal. Really? Good God, man. I just, I, I want to, I'm sick to my stomach. It's, I mean, it's, it's just a joke. They couldn't re-sign Will Fuller. The whole concept of them releasing or not releasing, but trading DeAndre Hopkins was because they, they were like, cool, we're going to re-sign Will Fuller, right? And we're going to get all of these guys as a wide receiving core. And it's like, who is this number one now? Who is the Houston Texans quarterback or not quarterback, excuse me. Who is the Houston Texans number one wide receiver? Because right now, you don't really have one. 
you have a, a, a wide receiver by committee approach. And I love I love Brandon Cooks and I love Brandon. <laughs> oh my god. I like I like th this I'm, I shouldn't I shouldn't have put on I shouldn't have put on Parks and Rec. Oh <laughs> I shouldn't have put it on. Oh, Amy Poehler is fantastic. It's it, it's again the roller skate episode where she's filibustering, and she's and what and uh, the the Dennis councilman is taunting her with with a margarita, and she's like, "I want that margarita." <laughs> Amy Poehler does it better than I do, but I mean, again, again, Parks and Rec, fantastic TV show. I already said it like a bajillion times. Anyways, um, what was I talking about before I laughed my ass off with fucking Leslie Nope wanting a margarita? Frick, what was I talking about again? Lost my train of thought. That was so funny. Houston Texans being terrible in free agency. So, again, once again, Houston Texans, terrible. We all get it. We all understand it. We all know it. They're fucking up. They're screwing up. Wide receiver-wise, like, it's just, it, it's just a garbage time. It's just garbage. Lack of a number one wide receiver. Things of that nature. It, it's just terrible. Houston is just, I mean, Houston is a joke, man. I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. Regardless of like what happens with Deshaun, regardless of whether or not Deshaun Watson like, you know, it, regardless of whatever happens in the lawsuits, regardless of whether or not he gets traded or not, like I talked about it last year when they traded around this time, actually, ironically enough, I was like, I think that it's ridiculous that the Houston Texans are trying to trade or not trying but successfully traded it was actually around it was actually a year ago that they traded deandre hopkins i was like this is ridiculous that they traded away deandre hopkins and um and they got like a second and like a fifth or a third or something like that it was ridiculous to me it was like wow this this kind of sucks and i was like deshaun should really reconsider re-signing with this football team because i mean it, it's a joke it's inexcusable It's embarrassing. And lo and behold, it would like a year later he wants out for very, very good reasons. But um, I don't know, man. It's just <clears throat> the Texans are a garbage dump of an organization. And I just I just wanted to I just wanted to freaking, you know, put a spotlight on how terrible they are. <clears throat> Anyways, let me transition from this. Let me go to, do I have anything? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't really talk that much about Dallas anymore. Dallas Cowboys, because, you know, they're they're still still kind of going through some some things. Um, a lot of people have, like, they've been weird. They Not weird, but a lot of people have been like, where's the moves? Where's the moves? Where's the moves in free agency? I haven't really talked about Dallas because, uh, I mean, Dallas doesn't make moves in free agency. Dallas isn't about, you know, 
spending a whole bunch of money on players and personnel and free agency. It's like it's it's exactly what <clears throat> it's exactly what they don't do. They don't care about free agency. They care about the draft. They put all of their time and effort into drafting. They're all about getting cheap, reliable players in the draft, right? So it's not really that surprising for me when the Dallas Cowboys, they didn't go out and they didn't get players in free agency. It's disappointing, but it's expected that they don't get players in the draft. Or not in the draft, but in free agency. So I'm not surprised that they didn't. I'm more surprised that people are having the reaction, oh my God, they couldn't, they didn't get any players in the draft or whatever. But um, literally to me, like it, it's just it's just weird the expectation to me that people are like, oh man, we're gonna get Dallas is gonna get players in the draft or whatever, or not in the draft, but in free agency. I'm getting all like freaking tongue twisted up here. I'm sorry. But it's weird that people expected Dallas to get players in free agency when it's like, nope. They're not. They never do. <clears throat> but they did get Keanu Neal today. Technically yesterday. They did get him. And the reality is it's, it's the same thing. It's it's exactly how I feel last year about some of the signings that they got. Like, um, like HaHa Clinton Dix. It's like I, I didn't really... I didn't really care that much. I didn't really care about it. It was one of those things where I was like, oh, yeah, he's a good safety. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that they cut him and released him and he didn't get on another team. I was like, he's kind of good, right? Apparently not because nobody signed him. But HaHa Clinton Dix, Keanu Neal, they're kind of the same player to me in the sense of they're just – they're placeholders for whoever Dallas drafts or gets or whatever. And, um, you know – I don't necessarily know if they're going to continue getting or keeping the players that they're going to have. I don't know if they're going to sign Keanu Neal. I doubt it. I mean, he's probably going to come in and probably be better as a starter than literally everything the Dallas Cowboys had within the last, I would say, five to six years at free safety, including, ironically enough, Byron Jones. I, I just, I mean, Cowboys have been pretty bad at safety. I got a burp. So in like some ways, you know, people have uh, like I remember Mike Fisher saying the Cowboys haven't gotten better at safety, the Cowboys haven't gotten better at this, and I talked about how it's like, well, free agency in the draft specifically, the draft, you know, hasn't happened yet. So it's like it's like of course they're not going to get better. We're, we're not even we're talking about the league year not officially starting yet. It started what like four days ago because today's Sunday because I waited forever to record this podcast. Like I mean, we're talking the new league year hadn't actually begun at the time that he had recorded that. And I was like, dude, like you got to be patient with some of this stuff. And it's like, cool. We've now seen that Keanu Neal is probably not probably definitely better than Xavier Woods. Love Gre Greg Rosenthal. <clears throat> I don't know where he had Keanu Neal on his free agency list. He's better than Xavier Woods. Like I think Xavier Woods is kind of getting a lot of like, hold on. Let me kind of check it out. Greg Rosenthal. Hold on. Ba, 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 ba. Where is it? Where's his like 100? Here it is. 101 free agency list. 
Um, let me kind of see it. Or did he update it? Did he update any of these things? No, he did not. Let me kind of look at it. So he had like Xavier Woods ranked pretty high. I um I would not have had him ranked high at all because I thought that <clears throat> specifically um what's his face what's his face freaking Xavier Woods I mean he's not a good safety to me he's he's not a good safety like at all to me I think because he's a Dallas Cowboy he kind of is getting that that interest that hype that excitement I would I would have taken Keanu Neal I'm not gonna lie to you over Xavier Woods I think he had more production than Xavier Woods and on top of that he was also he was also more consistent and by production I mean like tackles and sacks and stuff like that Xavier not Rhodes Woods I know it's like hard to like read certain statistics when it came when it comes to like certain players and stuff like that yeah so we had like 72 tackles 72 combined 24 assists, zero. He's been a pretty productive player overall. He's been way more productive within the last couple of years. He has not had an interception. His ball skills are terrible. I think Keanu Neal has like 30 more tackles, I believe. Keanu Neal stats. Let me kind of check it out. Yeah, I mean, he's had 100 tackles, 24 assists. Yikes, dude, that's a lot of production. And then like one sack and then one interception. So, I mean, like that's good for a linebacker I mean, we're talking that is impressive for a safety for not for a safety but for like a linebacker i mean we're talking he's been one of the better run stuffing safeties in the nfl it looks like and um he wasn't on greg rosenthal's list and i think and again it's you know sometimes you just miss players and i mean i'm not gonna hold them seriously accountable for it because to be honest with you i mean this is a pretty comprehensive and fantastic list so i'm not like i'm not gonna get butt hurt because he missed out on keanu neal man it's like no this is this is a pretty comprehensive and very yeah i mean they have xavier woods over like austin Ryder and who was the center oh no there's keanu neal he has him ranked 76 xavier Rhodes ranked 72 i would have ranked keanu neal significantly above Xavier Woods or Xavier Woods would just not be ranked at all in my opinion but yeah Cowboys got Xavier Woods um great job by them in the sense of like they finally just got fucking something instead of nothing but um we'll see what that translates and correlates to we'll see if that actually gives them something you know to kind of hang their head on I don't really know but you know it was a good signing it was you know again I think that they're better today when it comes to their when it comes to that position than they were like probably within the last five years. So yeah, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Let me kind of freaking go back to my notes here. Oh yeah, by the way, I downloaded Need for Speed heat i am going to play a little bit of it like today and tomorrow probably like I'm, I'm probably actually gonna like play like an hour of it when i get off the pod because i want to race i want to freaking get into the streets and freaking start driving around and stuff like that the reason why i'm talking about it right now is because i just saw somebody post something 
um, about it. Cannot wait because I uh, I want to I want to freaking race cars and I've been playing Pokemon all day. I want to race cars. Sorry about that. So <clears throat> final thing we got for you today: Broncos and their weird obsession with Drew Locke. And we're in the weird obsession that, to be honest with you, people have with Drew Locke. I, I don't get it. Like, if you want to, if you want to say, all right, like he's been inconsistent. All right. 2020 was a weird year. 20, like, like, isn't he a third or fourth year? He's a third year starter, I believe. It's like, if you want to give him a bunch of excuses and blah, 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 blah. Like the thing, the thing that sometimes irks me about certain players is that they have not like Drew Locke has done nothing in this league to to force people to take a risk, right? If he was better, he would force you to 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 not take a risk, right? If he was better, you would be like, "All right, Drew Locke um Drew Locke is Drew Locke is awesome. We believe in him. He's had some flashes. He's had some big games against Mahomes." He's used Drew, um, not Drew Brees, excuse me, um, Jerry Judy and other stuff like that. He's been awesome for us. We can we can work with this. But the reality is there has been nothing from Drew Locke ever that I can like hang my hat on and be like, cool, this guy, you should definitely, there's something definitely there, right? There's definitely something there with Drew Locke and you should definitely be able to keep him. But the reality is there's nothing there. I, I haven't seen anything. He has been, I mean, I saw like three or four of his games at like different times in the season. And I was like, yeah, he's the exact same player that I've seen for the last, like, maybe not for the last couple of years, because I hadn't actually seen a whole lot of him until this year. But it's like, I'm like, there's literally no reason to put so much onus on him. And be like, yeah, we're going to keep him and we're going to have him and he's going to be our quarterback and blah, blah, blah. It's like it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me why they're so content with just like we he's our quarterback. He's our guy and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, he's he's not. He shouldn't be. You should release him or not release him, but you should draft a quarterback. Because you, they've they've invested way too much, my man. They've invested way too much on the offensive side of the football, for them to just not try to get it, try to get like an actual quarterback. They've invested top tier picks. They've invested first and second rounders. They've gotten Noah Fant. They've gotten uh, uh, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler and Cortland Sutton. And then on top of that, they've also gotten. They had Philip Lindsay, Lindsay, excuse me, who's awesome for them. I think that's who signed with the Texans, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Philip Lindsay, he resigned for like a year with the Texans, I believe. Right? Yep, Philip Lindsay. I was like, I thought it was Kenyon Drake. Excuse me, it's Philip Lindsay. So now they just resigned a whole bunch of running backs to like a year contracts or whatever. But it's like I keep seeing people mock non-quarterback positions to the Texans, and I'm just like, that's a mistake entirely. And we're and we're a little bit over a month away from the draft, so I already want to get ahead of this. And I think I have for the most part, but I keep seeing people just be like, yeah, Houston, not Houston, Broncos. Broncos are going to get a, a corner or an offensive lineman or a wide receiver or somebody. And it's like, dude, like they, they, they need a freaking quarterback, man. 
They don't have one. And luckily in this new mock draft that I'm drafting, I that I just used that that finally like the draft network is like, yeah, the Broncos are going to draft Mac Jones, which it's like finally. It's like thank God because they they fucking need a, a quarterback, man. And I am I'm sick to my stomach to see that they never get a quarterback. Or they get Micah Parsons in another simulation. But regardless, um, Broncos need a quarterback. We'll see if they get one. All right, I'm piecing out. I've gotten way too detract, way too distracted with iCarly, Victorious, Parks and Rec. Great sitcoms, except for iCarly. I couldn't watch it. Um, shout out to Miranda Cosgrove and Jeanette McCurdy and the guy who plays Freddie and also iCarly's brother. They were all great as a kid. I'm just an adult. I'm, I'm an adult, and that TV show isn't for me anymore. But I fucking loved it as a kid. Shout out to those actors and actresses. Shout out to Victoria. Shout out to Parks and Rec. Love all those sitcoms. Great sitcoms. Um, I won't be back tomorrow, technically today, because today's Sunday. I recorded this like late Sunday night, early, late, no, 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 no. Late su- Saturday afternoon, late Sunday night, early Sunday morning. So I won't be recording a podcast. I'll take a break on Sunday and then I'll come back Monday and we'll talk about draft stuff and all that good stuff and. See you Monday.